Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. Let's roll. Daniel Barbarian for Chris McMonagle. C-Mac on the fan until 5 o'clock. Then the warm-up show with Alan Celo. 877 337-6666, the number to get involved. Look, the Yankees are in a terrible spot right now in their season. They've lost eight straight for the first time since August 1995. This season, right now, it's bleak for the Yankees. And you got to acknowledge the bad spot that they're in. But there are a lot of proclamations happening about the Yankees' future. I want to entertain that to start the show. The Yankees' future, next year, beyond that. I can't look at next year and the Yankee future and realistically say they're in a bad spot right now. I can't. I look at next year in particular, and next year bridges into the future. I look at it and think, they're in a pretty good spot. 877-337-6666, the number to call. And what are the reasons you got to think that? What are the reasons I think that? Most of the guys they need to turn things around, they're here. They're here already. You don't need to make a million changes to make this a good team next year. You don't. They're in a really bad spot in their season now. A lot of things have gone wrong. It's not all about injury. There's been A whole lot of injury. But so much has spiraled out of control for the sake of this year. But beyond this year? About 80-ish percent of the formula. They need to be really good next year. It's here. It's on the roster. It's within the organization. It's not external. It's not some foreign object. It's here right now. Let's just start with the starting rotation. There's a starting rotation. There's a lineup. There's a bullpen. For the sake of the future, not looking at the Yankees in a bad spot. Starting rotation. The whole thing is worthy of running back. Maybe you add one arm for insurance purposes, but the whole thing, you look up and down the starting rotation, it's easy to foresee a bounce back from Plenty of the key members of the rotation and the rotation at large. Cole, given for next year. 
Schmidt, he's here. He's been a revelation, especially how he's improved. The strides he's made against really good lineups this year, including yesterday. Nestor, based on what we know now about the injury that's likely going to cost him the rest of the season, it wasn't Nestor Cortez regressing earlier in the year. It wasn't the magic of the last couple of years of Nestor Cortez going away. It was Nestor Cortez being hampered by injury. And rightfully so, he struggled. But that doesn't mean you rule out Nestor Cortez as an option for the future or say he's an ineffective starting pitcher. Nestor Cortez is part of this puzzle. So Cole, Schmidt, Nestor, all here. Rodon. You just look at the snapshot of Carlos Rodon's career. Pull up the baseball reference page, if you will. Carlos Rodon has had years like this in his career. Where he's been riddled by injury. When he's been on the field, he's been ineffective. This is a story of Carlos Rodon. And it doesn't derail his career. It clearly hasn't. Because the last couple of years, leading into the Yankees, giving him the six-year deal, Carlos Rodon was a top-five pitcher in baseball. Last couple of years before this one. So he's had years like this, where he's been riddled by injury, ineffective, when he's on the mound. So I'd expect a Rodon bounce back in 2024. So there are four members of the rotation. Cole, Schmidt, Nestor, Rodon. You can all pencil them in for next year. Severino. Based on how he finishes, and the next month plus is really important for this, you're not going to pay him big time money like if he had an amazing monster walk year. But that could actually add to payroll flexibility, improving other areas of the team. And if Severino, I'm not saying he's going to finish phenomenally over the last month plus, but let's say he upticks just a little bit. He builds on that Atlanta start. Could you give Luis Severino a one-year prove-it deal? Have all that payroll flexibility? And see whether Luis Severino can at least somewhat recapture Some of that form that led him to be the Yankee ace a couple of years ago. Led him to be the Yankee ace a couple of years ago. And when healthy over the last five plus years of his career, made him a frontline pitcher, time in, time out. Could you give him that one-year prove-it deal? Absolutely. So Cole, Schmidt, Rodon, Severino, all here next year if you want him here. And Cole Rodon, definitely going to be here. Plus, next year, maybe you bring back a Luis Heel. We haven't seen in quite some time. You may see a top prospect like a Drew Thorpe factor in. You maybe bring in another arm for insurance. The starting rotation, you talk about the macro of this team. You talk about the Yankees and whether they're doomed for the future. Starting rotation is pretty much figured out for next year. And next year bridges into the years beyond that, right? I can't look at next year from that standpoint and say, Yankees are in a bad spot. I can't. 877-337-6666, the number to call. Now let's do the lineup, because the lineup has been the big issue of the year. It's been the theme of the year. Even though the starting rotation has failed them at times recently, it's been riddled by injury. The lineup up and down, one through nine, that's been a big, major issue all year. Ineffectiveness, injury. 
up and down the lineup, there are still guys, constants, that are going to be here no matter what. And if the Yankees are going to be good next year, they're going to be part of that. Judge is here. Judge isn't going anywhere, nor does anyone want him to. Rizzo here. Now, the jury's still out on what Anthony Rizzo is the remainder of his career. But let's think logically for a moment. Anthony Rizzo was an above 300 hitter, having his best offensive season in about three years, four years, before the cognitive impairment, before a concussion completely derailed his season. It's a bizarre situation. That's not to say Anthony Rizzo is going to come back next year and be a world beater. But is it safe to assume that spiraled things out of control for Anthony Rizzo? And with a clean bill of health, once he figures out what's a really scary situation with your brain, that he can still know how to hit? He's under contract. Anthony Rizzo will be here. Aaron Judge is here. Anthony Volpe on this roster. And I understand there was some impatience with Volpe earlier in the year. And there was some massive struggle. But if you look at the whole of this Anthony Volpe rookie season and you don't come away extremely encouraged by the progress, by the strides, by the defense, which has been amazing, at least the last few months, the power, the speed, during his better spurts, the discipline at the plate. If you don't see a really good career budding, a franchise shortstop budding from Anthony Volpe, I don't think you and I are watching the same game. So Judge is here, Rizzo's here, Volpe's here. Glaber Torres, unless you flip him and he's been that hot button trade discussion type target, but he's in his mid-20s. He's a really good player. You look at war. I know not everyone's into advanced analytics. Neither am I. But you look at war. You look at value. You just look at OPS where he's 760, 780 hovering all year. He's a really good player. Really good middle infielder. Now, that comes with the problem. Sometimes a little bit lack. Sometimes there's a blunder, a mental blunder in the field. You take what comes, but... You have a middle infield of Anthony Volpe and Glaber Torres for the foreseeable future if you want it. Now, catcher, depending on what they decide to do with Jose Trevino, third base. Now, Josh Donaldson's money is off the books. You have flexibility there. That's payroll flexibility, including Luis Severino not having to pay him. Add that on with the $25 million you're cleared of with Josh Donaldson after the season's over. That's flexibility to go out and make moves to remake this roster, maybe to get more left-handed. Catcher, third base, left field. Yeah, areas of need after this year is done. Maybe the struggle recently from Harrison Bader, you get him on the cheap. Maybe you don't. That's an option for you. But pillars offensively are in place. You have Judge here. You have Rizzo here. Torres is here, and he's established. And Anthony Volpe, I'd argue, would only get better. He's not going to take a step back. The worst we've seen of Anthony Volpe is behind him. It's not in front of him. 
And there are some serious star flashes, what you see with Anthony Volpe. Still only 22 years old. So the starting rotation, entirely worthy of running back. Maybe you add an arm from an insurance standpoint. Lineup has major pillars and an all-world star in Aaron Judge. A top two player in baseball in Aaron Judge leading that charge. You add to the lineup, there's going to be payroll flexibility. The bullpen we know has been a strength all year. Yeah, it's had some downs recently. But the bullpen's been a strength all year. At times, the best bullpen in baseball. For the most part, the best bullpen in baseball. And what have we ever... You could be a Brian Cashman skeptic if you'd like, and I I respect where you stand, but you've never doubted Brian Cashman's ability to build a bullpen, have you? You haven't. It would be ridiculous to doubt that area of his track record. So whether the entire bullpen runs back or not, bullpen, check. Starting rotation, check. Maybe you add some reinforcement to the starting rotation, but it's worthy of running back. You have likely bounce backs in that starting rotation. Lineup, serious pillars, ready to go. I don't look at this Yankee team. Yeah, bad spot right now. But these doomy, gloomy projections about where they're going, where they're headed, going for a dark age. Nothing's going to change for next year. This team's in a terrible spot. Terrible spot implies you can't be good next year. And I look up and down this roster, there are guys here that are going to be a major part of the solution. A team that's in a bad spot would not have guys on the roster right now that are going to be a major part of the solution. Yankees have those guys. I can't look at next year and say, Yankees are headed for anything bad. Yankees will be bad. I look at next year and say the Yankees are going to be in a pretty good spot. Even with all that's gone wrong in the rock bottoms they've hit. 877-337-6666, a number to call. 877-337-6666. You can stream us on the free Odyssey app. Emmanuel Barbari in for Chris McMonagle on the fan. Lead it off with the Jim in Park Ridge, New Jersey. Doesn't think the Yankees are in a great spot. Jim. Hey, Emmanuel, thanks for taking my call. Uh, Enjoying the show. Uh, I just can't help but be at least kind of pessimistic about the Yankees going forward. Uh, A couple of reasons why. Number one for me is some of the pieces in this lineup. You've got some aging hitters. DJ LeMay, who's got a few years left on that deal. He doesn't look good at all. Obviously, he doesn't have to play every day, but that's a lot of money wrapped up in him. You've got Giancarlo Stanton, who you'll see what you get out of him, but he's so injury prone that it's kind of hard to – depend on him for a ton at this point, just because of all the injuries. You've got Anthony Rizzo, who, yeah, was having a great first half of the season, but he's going to be 34, 35 next year, and that's when hitters usually start to decline. So I'm not sure the Yankees are in a great place with this lineup. And to be honest, another reason why is I just don't feel great about Brian Cashman at this point. I know the Yankees have had an unbelievable run here, however many straight seasons they've been above 500, and he has to be given credit for that. But you have to admit, the last couple off seasons hasn't been good enough. The moves they've made, really more accurately, the moves they haven't made. I mean, they spent however many hundreds of millions of dollars on this roster, and they didn't have a left fielder. So there are some deep issues with, I think, how the Yankees are going about things in free agency, in trades with teams, and it just makes me worry for the future of this team. We'll see what happens in the offseason. It sounds like Cashman's going to be back. 
Aaron Boone, he might well be scapegoated for this season. Who knows? But I think there's probably some deep issues here with the Yankees, and I just don't feel great about it uh, going forward if Brian Cashman's going to remain in charge of this front office. Well, Jim, I understand what you're saying about the problems with the team, especially the high price problems. Like LeMahieu is on a long-term deal, $15 million a year. Giancarlo Stanton has the big money deal, and he's been a problem the last couple of years. It's a big reason why the Yankees aren't, let's say, the elite team, because Giancarlo Stanton isn't a 270 hitter anymore. He's a 200 hitter with some pop. But... Your goal this offseason, and it's not to say Brian Cashman can't do this, your goal this offseason has to be diminishing the reliance on Giancarlo Stanton or DJ LeMahieu. They can be pieces in what you're doing, but when you address, let's say, catcher, third base, left field, beyond, you can add players who make you say, hey, if Giancarlo Stanton is a 220 hitter with 30 bombs, that's fine because we have X here, we have Y there. You want to add guys who make DJ LeMahieu more of a nice utility piece for next year. And if he's anything beyond that, then you're cool with it. So I think the Yankees can win with Giancarlo Stanton and DJ LeMahieu being the current versions, maybe fighting a little bit more, but being the current versions of who they are, as long as they add the necessary pieces with the vacant parts of the roster you're talking about. I don't necessarily disagree with what you're saying there. I just, my issue is that I don't know if I have the confidence in Brian Cashman to go out and get those guys, whoever that is in the free agent market or the trades uh, this off season and beyond. I, I'm just not sure that he's going to be able to identify it, make those moves around the margins that the best teams in baseball, the Astros, the Rays, the Braves, they always seem to consistently make. I'm not sure if Brian Cashman is necessarily the right person to be making those moves. Yes, I totally agree with what you're saying in principle. I just don't know if they're going to be able to identify the right talent for those spots, if you understand what I mean. Jim, I appreciate the call. Thanks for making it. The logic of Brian Cashman and the way he's addressed the positions we're talking about, I think the logic going in, in a lot of cases, was sound. So that's why I have more faith in Brian Cashman when it comes to addressing catcher, third base, left field. The different priorities than a lot of people would. When Josh Donaldson came to the Yankees, yeah, it hasn't worked out the way the Yankees hoped. But was the logic sound? I understand there was a personal attachment to Gio Urshela, what he became, the type of Yankee he was. But Josh Donaldson, premier defender in Minnesota, the year the Yankees traded for him, the year leading in, he was still a really good hitter. I understand he was in his mid-30s. There was no sign of, of tail-off. He wasn't MVP Josh Donaldson, but for years running, Atlanta, Minnesota, he was still a really good hitter. So when Brian Cashman's evaluation of these guys, when he looks at the different priorities, third base, catcher, left field, I trust he's going to be looking to bring in really good players, which is what Josh Donaldson was. And if it flops, it, it flops. But at least you know the evaluations, the players you're looking at, can at least help fix this team. The odds of fixing this team are high. And as long as you do that and bring in guys who will delegitimize the over-reliance on Giancarlo Stanton or DJ LeMahieu, they can be part of it. But the over-reliance you can't have. As long as the odds are high, those positions can 
delegitimize that over-reliance, you're going to be in a pretty good spot next year. It's not like you have a million holes to plug. 877-337-6666, the number to call. Manuel Barbarian for Chris McMonagle on the fan. Coming up, I understand we need fall guys, but there's one guy with the Yankees. I just can't stomach being a fall guy. Hit on that plus your calls. Manuel Barbari on the fan, the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 